generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. So we're continuing from where we stopped last week. Last week, uh, we preached Rescue Mission, and we talked about reaching the lost in the first service. I laid the foundation in the second service. We spoke about saving a generation. And remember, I gave you uh, three major things that we need to rescue our generation from. All right, so today we're going to go back to John chapter 4, and we're going to look at a couple of things there, and then we'll also look at the book of Matthew and possibly, possibly, a reference from the book of Luke. Because Luke says, look at me. All right, John chapter 4. For time's sake, I'm not going to read the entire story, so I'll pick it up from... I'll take from verse 13 and I'll jump, I'll skip a couple of verses. If you're in John 4, can you say amen to that? All right, so the word says, Jesus answered and said to her, this lady, this woman who has had five husbands and was with a sixth one that was not really a husband, whoever drinks of this water, the natural water, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. I hope I don't forget to touch on this later, so let me just throw it out there. Isn't that interesting? Doc, welcome back from Abuja. It's good to see you. Maya, welcome back from Abelkuta. Tunderema and Company, welcome from the uttermost parts of Lagos or Ogun State, as the case may be. Good to see you all. Yes, Tammy is back from Abuja. And Tilash is good to see you as well. Amazing. So it's interesting that Jesus is speaking to who? Who's, who is he speaking to? To what? A Samaritan. But when Jesus speaks, it says, whoever drinks of this water will never thirst again. And says, I shall give him or her. He's speaking to a woman. Why did he say, whoever drinks of this water, she will never thirst again? Because your spirit has no gender. My goodness. That means a woman who's operating in the spirit can do what they say only men can do. I'm not talking about violating divine ordinance. Let me just establish that. Yeah, no, I need to be clear. I'm not saying you override. But I'm saying in terms of destiny assignment. That if it's a spirit-inspired action, regardless of what the odds are against the female gender in that space, if that woman is operating by the spirit of God, that woman is a whoever. And Jesus said that person will not thirst for anything. She's not going to thirst for validation. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. For those who are shouting, please shout. For those who prefer to be quiet, please be quiet. Whatever you do, just absorb the message. 
right? It says, whoever, young, old, will get to that later, drinks of this water, will thirst again. Verse 15, uh, it says, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, that's Jesus, sir, give me this water that I might not thirst again, may not thirst again, so I won't come here to draw. I won't be stressing myself to work. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, salvation, salvation is not an escape from responsibility. This woman said, I'm tired of drawing this Dorobuchi. I'm tired of drawing this thing as in Doro that belongs to Buchi. Right? I don't want to come and draw again. But do you know that even after you have the well springs of life on the inside of you, you still have to draw? Because Isaiah says, with joy you will. There is no escaping this drawing thing. Oh, let me just preach it. You've got to learn how to draw. What does it mean to draw? To bring up from the depths and from the realm of the invisible to the surface. So even after you get saved, there will still be certain things that you already have that you are not seeing yet. It's not a proof that it's not there. It's the proof that you need to draw it out. So sometimes the joy of God is on the inside of you, but it's not on the surface. You're not smiling. You're not praising. You're not dancing. You're not shouting. Why? Because you've got to learn to draw it out. No matter how anointed you are, water from the well does not jump out to you by itself. You've got to be able to draw it out. Some of you here, your bank account is red. It looks as red as your blood. But can I tell you something? There is wealth in your spirit. And you've got to learn how to draw it out. They had to pay the tax one day. And Peter came and Jesus said to Peter, oh we need to pay the tax. And he said, you know what? Go to the sea and catch the fish. In other words, draw out the fish that is carrying your treasure. The believer must learn how to draw things out. You must learn how to draw anointings. Draw come on somebody. Draw favors and draw yourself. The Bible says the prodigal son, he drew himself back to the father's house. He said I must now go back. When you don't see it on the surface, it misses in the depths of the well. And you've got to learn how to draw it out. Is there any drawer in the house? There's no escaping the drawing, woman. He says, with joy, you will draw it out. Water in your well does not guarantee resource for cooking in your kitchen. Because in your well, you can cook rice in your well. You can boil yam in your well. You can wash your clothes in your well. You pollute it. You can wash your car in the well. So the well talks about the spiritual reserve the infrastructure of the divine that has been secured by divine inheritance but then wisdom is how you draw it out I don't know who I'm talking to but from January to June you've been looking at the surface of the well and been thinking why is everything so dry why is everything so bland well with this revelation now you've got to realize that you've got to draw it out somebody draw your healing out of your spirit and bring it to the surface of your body somebody draw protection out of your spirit and bring it to your environment and your home somebody draw wisdom out of your spirit 
High five yourself and say, damn it, Lord, I'll draw, draw, draw. That song by Victoria Orenza is a very powerful song. Which says, we've come to draw. We've come to draw. We've come to draw from you again. And people are like, why do you have to draw? Because it's in the depths of your spirit. And you've got to learn how to pull on spiritual. How to pull on spiritual things. How to pull. How to pull. You know, the Bible says, deep calls onto the deep. When you want to draw certain deep things, you've got to go deep. Or you've got to go extra. That woman said, if I can touch the helm of his garment, I shall be made whole. Jesus was a well of life, of living water. This woman was thirsty for healing. And after all these years, she said, I'm going to press through the crowd. I'm going to press through personal differences. I'm going to press through societal protocol. And I'm going to draw. Somebody's drawing something out of this service. Somebody's like, I am not going back home to that same issue, with that same situation, with that same desperation. I'm not going back the way I came. Do you know that what you draw out of a message depends on you? Do you know that? that what you draw out of a meeting depends on you that two people can be in the same place one person gets a new anointing and the other person just gets entertained but when you know what you need for your destiny you will come with expectation you will come with desperation you will come with intentionality you will come with firepower and say God I'm not going back here Jacob said I will never let you go until I've drawn some blessing out of you I'm not going to act like everything is okay with my life I know I ought to be more than this I know my generation is waiting on me I know people are dying by the day I know that the solution is still in the name of Jesus and I'm going to draw it out I'm going to pull it out I'm going to bring out a healing anointed I'm going to bring out fire but there seem to be none this is what the Bible means it says when you come come with a scripture come with a word so you've not come to listen to an entertainer or a captivating orator. You've come to listen to an oracle. Yes, sir. Who's delivering the mind of God right now concerning your life. And the well that you are is very deep. You know, the woman said, Jesus, how can you draw water from this? She said, sir, how can you draw water from this? He said, seeing that the well is very deep. She didn't realize that there was a deeper well sitting on the deep well. Jesus was the deeper well. Jesus was a well on the well. And so you can see this way that when she said to Jesus, Sir, how can you draw water out of this well? Jesus must have said, Well, well, well. I am the well that makes the well well. I am the well that turns things around. I am the well that makes sense of your infrastructural complications. I am the well that sets things in order in your life. I am the well of living water. I wish I had a drawer in the house. I wish I had somebody. The Bible says one time Paul was preaching and he looked at a man and the word says that he saw that the man had faith to believe. In other words, Paul saw this woman or this man drawing something from him. Jesus said concerning the woman with the issue of blood, he said virtue. In other words, somebody drew something. Oh, can I give somebody 20 seconds to draw something in the spirit? To draw something. 
to pull something. To draw boldness, passion, fire. Hey, yo, yo, She's like, I don't want to draw again. No, you will still draw. But it's going to be a different kind. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can I just announce to you? So the difference with the drawing in the New Testament is that you are not the one going to the depths. It said, with joy, you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. Now, in the New Testament, Jesus says that that water is going to become in him a fountain springing up. So it means that the moment you move in that direction, it springs up to meet you. So you're not going now by effort. You're going by revelation. What you draw from the spirit of God, the realm of the spirit, is dependent on you. <laughs> Do you know you can have a well in your house and there's still no water to drink? Yes, sir. How about, do you have the well or not? Yes, you do. Are you drawing from the well? No. no. And because you're not drawing, the water does not even respect your PhD or your Bible knowledge. It responds to a drawing mechanism. Do you know that even the governor of Lagos State, is it Lasawa that the corporation is called? The water from Lagos Lagoon, Laswa. Uh, the water from Lagos Lagoon doesn't just find its way into his house. There is a pipeline that is laid. And then when the water gets to his house, he still has to turn on the tap. Look at somebody say, turn on the tap. Do you know one of the things that the enemy wants you to do? He wants you to close up. He wants you to be hidden. He wants to shut your mouth. Do you know that your mouth is the tap of your spirit? Because the Bible says, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. And Jesus said, I am the living water. I give the living water. And Jesus is the word. So if Jesus is the word, and out of your belly is coming living water. He's talking about the spirit of the word on the inside of you gaining expression. How does the word gain expression? By in fact, you know what? Let me show you something. It's not in my teaching for the morning, but let me show you something. Let's go to the book of, I'll come back to John chapter 4. Let's go real quick. Look at somebody say, don't shut up. Don't let life shut you up. I want to show you something. Let your strength rise. Let your strand rise from the inside. Let your strand, let your strand, let your strand rise from the inside. Let your strand rise from the inside. Let me show you something. 
Proverbs chapter 20. Look at your neighbor say, I have water. Beguza la Buddha. Legereke tuzaga. Indavasu lekila. Epruka lizada. Emboshila kabaya. When you're praying in tongues, you're stirring the waters. You're stirring the waters. That's what you're doing. And when you give the interpretation, you're releasing the waters into your environment. There's something on the inside of you. It's called the living water. Jesus cannot lie. Ay 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 obo sugedi la doza sasuzeish a prido kule kina toti de susazize shelimo kato siateres a pido kozi adadada kovizando lobodi adadada garuzeishizazazuzeizas. There is somebody who has been turned down in the area of their employment. You've applied for jobs and you've been turned down. I hear the spirit of the Lord say now that the hindrance has been removed. That hindrance is gone. You're walking into that employment. There is somebody with a 17 year old in your house. 17 year old who is stuck. And that person right now is actually dealing with all kinds of complications in terms of their mind and their emotions in terms of perversion. But deliverance has come into that house. In the name of Jesus. If it's you receiving right now, there is somebody's father who is like a shadow of himself. He's not been eaten the way normally would. It's not been, you know, it just feels like he's in depression. But I see the Lord breaking that thing off that life right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody the Lord used to speak to you through dreams. Through dreams. But for a while now, it has been shut down. You've not heard anything. You've not seen anything. The Lord is requickening that portal in the spirit for you. You will begin to see distinctly. You will begin to hear distinctly in the name of Jesus Christ. I see the figure of 430,000 naira. Somebody's walking into a job that is going to deliver that amount. 430,000 naira. I see accommodation issues being sorted. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Somebody recently had a dream that she was walking in the prophetic and the miraculous. This word is a confirmation that you are in that season of the miraculous you will lay hands on the sick and they will literally recover I'm telling you that creative miracles are beginning to happen in this house I tell you that bones are even growing uh, the skin diseases are dissolving as we minister there is a wave of glory a wave of the anointing a wave of power I feel the spirit of prophecy right now there is an elevation Nathaniel get ready there is a rise and there is a rising for you says the spirit of the lord the no for your hands are not ordinary but you will lay them on people and they will be healed says the spirit of the lord i see you in a space of influence with government it has to do with authorities and governments there is an anointing there is a spirit there is a stirring 
Diseases of the belly and the womb are being healed. Damages in the belly. Organic complications. Intestines. The spleen, the liver, all those organs around the belly, the womb. The Lord is performing surgery. You will run the test again. And you will get a certification. A certificate of wholeness. A clean bill of health. In Jesus' name. Look at somebody say, draw it out. Oh yes. Draw, 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 draw. Draw, 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 draw. Draw it out. There are debts in you. Draw it out. There's wisdom in you. Draw it out. Draw it out. Draw it out. Draw it out. Oh my God. Proverbs chapter 20 very quickly. Let me show you something. I didn't plan to teach this part today. But since God is moving me in this direction. Let me show you something. So you can see. Because I'm going to talk about the rescue mission. Connected to drawing this out. Because sometimes what happens is that many of us are distracted with our personal pressures. That you don't see that there are people whose souls are drowning. So one of the things I want to establish for you today is that you already carry a well. When Jesus said to that person, uh, to this lady, if I give you this water, you won't thirst again. He was saying, if you drink my water, you're drinking a river. <laughs> because God's cup is bigger than men's rivers. I feel like playing on words a little bit. Look at somebody. Tell that person, you're not from river states, but you've got rivers on the inside of you. Mr. Morgan, stop judging me. Look at your wife and say, you're not from river states. Yes, yes. Look at somebody say, you're not from river states. Or you may not be from river states. But you've got rivers on the inside of you. As a matter of fact, you are not just qualified to operate in river states. You can operate in cross rivers because he died on the cross and released the rivers. Come on, somebody. I, uh, in fact, that song was incomplete. Some rivers in Africa. Some rivers in Africa. You remember it? Now, Niger. They didn't talk about the rivers of life, the rivers of joy, the rivers of the anointing, the rivers of glory, the rivers of healing, the rivers of favor, the rivers of wisdom, the rivers of life. There are rivers on the inside of you. Look at somebody say you are bigger than a local government. Some local governments don't have rivers, but when you walk around, there are territories in you, domains in you, spaces in you, realms in you, chambers in you, authority platforms on the inside of you, thrones and power bases on the inside of you. Slap three people, a double palm burning, eye reddening, temperature increasing high five, and tell that person there are rivers on the inside of you. Somebody be like, this man is getting more vicious by the day. From pound burning, eye reddening, 
temperature increasing. Hmm. What's going on here? Glory to God. Please help me celebrate my friend and my brother, one of the influencers in the educational sector in Nigeria. Mr. Rotimi, you tired in the house this morning. It's good to see you, sir. Just decided to surprise me. Can we celebrate the Morgans? Glory to God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Proverbs chapter 20. Let me show you what. So you can see the real application of this thing. Proverbs 20 and from verse 4. Right? Proverbs 20 from verse 4. In fact, verse 1 actually says, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler. Jesus didn't say that I'm going to give you strong drink. So I'm going to give you living water. How many of you there's actually something called water therapy? That the same water can actually heal almost every disease if applied the right way. So when Jesus, I don't want to jump the gun, but let me just throw this out there. Jesus did not offer us the orange juice of obsession or the mango drink of manipulation or the gari water of giri giri. <laughs> Come on, don't mind the laughter. If you feel like laughing, go for it, go for it. Don't suffer from emotional constipation. Draw it out. <laughs> he offered us the living water. Do you know why? Not everybody drinks orange juice. Not everybody's a fan of soft drinks. Because you can have soft drink and still not be soft. Not everybody, I still have a hot life, right? Not everybody loves wine. But there is no human being that can do without water for so long. So when Jesus said, I'm putting living water in you, he's saying, I've put something on the inside of you that the world cannot do without. I've put something on the inside of you that your generation cannot survive without. I've put something on the inside of you that the world needs, that the nations are craving. I have put something on the inside of you, a universally relevant resource. The believer is a global asset. Yeah. Mm. Say I'm a global asset. Say I'm a universally required resource. Not because of me, but because of God on the inside of me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Proverbs chapter 18. So it speaks about wine there and speaks about the wrath of a king and all of that. Sorry, Proverbs 20, the first one. And in verse 4, thank you for that. Verse 4, he says, Oh, thank you so much. So, you really care about me. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Thank you. Verse 4 says, the lazy man, and I'll come to this, why we don't draw. Why? Because this message is rescue mission, crush the excuses. That's what this message is. So it says, the lazy man, what does he not do? Notice what the word does not say. The word does not say cannot. 
he will not. Why? By reason of the cold. Another one says because of winter. Isn't it interesting that the Bible does not say that there is no winter? The Bible acknowledges that there is winter, but he's saying that if you allow the winter dominate your will, you are lazy. If you allow the coldness of your generation influence the intensity of your evangelism, you are lazy. If you allow the apathy of your generation regulate your transmission of the truth of God's word. The Bible says, I didn't say, look at somebody say, if winter controls your will, Bible says you're lazy. So ask your neighbor, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you? That's what it says. It says, so what is going to happen? He will, what will he do? Oh, come on, look in your Bible or look at the screen. He is going to be a beggar. If he allows winter, in other words, winter is external, an external factor. The pervading climate of his environment. His will is an internal factor. Now he's saying that if you allow an external factor to dominate your internal convictions, that's laziness. And it says there are consequences for laziness. So, whenever you don't follow the sequences of diligence, you will suffer from the consequences of laziness. Every time you violate sequences, you will face consequences. He says, going to beg. Now, check out the next verse. He says, he's going to beg and have nothing. What's the next verse? Counsel. Look at somebody say, draw it out. That woman said in John chapter 4, how will you draw water since the well is very deep? Do you know that having a deep well is not a disadvantage? It's an advantage. Because if you have a shallow well, when there is drought, there will be no water to draw. But if you dig a deep well, even when there is drought around, there is resource within. And the Bible is saying that counsel is not at the surface of any issue. In other words, you can't look at somebody's face and say, your face is so fine, I am counseled. In fact, some fine faces can counsel you. So it's not just fine faces, ugly ones. That's right. Okay, not, not ugly, not so fine. <laughs> or being fine by installment. What does it say? Counsel in the heart of man is like. And who's going to draw it out? Did he say that counsel will draw itself out? There is somebody who's been who feels like they've been confused for some days. Let the spirit of God resound this in your heart. You are not confused. You just need to draw the counsel. The solution to that marital issue, financial issue, 
is not on the surface. Do you know something about drawing something out from a well? Many times you've got a stoop. Humility is a prerequisite for drawing. So Jesus does not minister to the woman until she faces the fact that I'm sort of like messed up. I've had five husbands. I can't keep a man somehow. Or a man can't keep me. Either way, there's something broken about me. Because some of us are too cocky to draw. And the more you've been trying to sort out the same issue by yourself, without counsel, without support, without prayer, the more you're digging yourself into a hole. Did you ever make a situation worse by trying to fix it alone? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at somebody say the council is in the deep. It says council in the heart of a man is like water. So he's comparing council to water and is comparing the heart to a tank. Your heart is a tank. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it proceeds. Do you know that? Whatever is in the tank in your house will determine what flows out of any tap. So if you just put some dye in the tank, whether you turn on the tap in the living room, is there, is there a tap in the living room? Some living rooms after, you know, some big boy, I, I know, come and help me. For swimming in the living room. I'm like is that how they swim Psh, I know the aquarium whether the top is in the kitchen or the toilet or the bathroom or wherever it is whatever is in the tank will flow through every tap so once the heart is polluted the council is corrupted and every expression of that person's life is contaminated this is one of the challenges of our generation because we have many celebrities with polluted tanks and so when they release songs it's poison songs the lyrics are tainted the message is corrupted come on someone talk to me it's all about the money 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 but now it's not just about money it's also about soap I don't know what that is, alright. You don't need no soap because the Bible says that God will sit as a refiner's fire with full of soap. He's the one that will purify you from whatever rubbish you're trying to use the soap for. Come on, somebody. God says, I will be the one to purify and to cleanse. But do you know what has happened? There are many tanks in our generation that are opening up and serving polluted water into the cups of people's destiny. But many believers with the counsel of God and the counsel of the Spirit, you are not drawing it out. So you'll be like, leave them. No, you're not going to leave them. We're going to produce songs. We're going to write books. We're going to create movies. We're going to hit the streets and do old-fashioned gospel preaching on the road and on the bus. It does not matter who listens or not. We will declare the word of God. I've got a partner in this one. We'll declare the message because we have the right counsel in our hearts. And because we have understanding, we will draw 
one to three will tell him draw it out draw it out draw it out draw out the well of living water draw out the living water write that tract write that ebook preach that message play for that stranger on the street so let me tell you about my evangelism process and it's amazing how just being intentional about something increases your likelihood to get it done because you know believers a lot of believers struggle with evangelism let me tell you what a lot of pastors struggle with personal evangelism not because they are shy or afraid or anything two major things number one they are legitimately very busy but number two because they preach from the stage so they feel like and so personally I've not done personal evangelism for over a month but last week I said you know what I gave you guys an assignment some of you did it some of you didn't do it it's the same assignment for this week you would talk about Jesus to at least three people so how did it happen for me so I, you know, I had to rest on Monday because I had a, a wonderful last week I was running trains from 9am supposed to be 5 but I was getting like 7 right and I, was, I did that for five days. And then on Saturday, I had to speak at three places. Then on Sunday, we had two services here. And I had to be at an event in the evening. So Monday, I just slept. Tuesday, I sort of like rested as well. Wednesday, we had Master Life. And then it occurred to me, I've not even preached. And I gave up an assignment. I must preach the word of God. Sir. Thursday, somehow, I can't remember why I didn't hit the streets. I know when, whenever you want to start making a new decision, your lifestyle will fight that decision. Because you're so used to you. To grow you. So Friday, I had to speak at an event, uh, a meeting in the evening, and then I had to stop somewhere, get called protocol, guys come again from where I was. Um, don't worry, I didn't have to go through a canoe or a paddle or anything. Just for easy navigation. And Kenneth and Fido were with me. I just told them, I said, guys, I'm leaving you in the car. Me, I'm going to go and preach on the street. Do you know what? Intentionality makes a difference. Because if I had not set the target for the week, I would have just waited in the car like every other time. I'm waiting for the protocol guys to come pick me up. So I went on the street and I saw one guy. I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to speak to him. But I was not very convinced about that. I don't know what about him. Didn't convince me. But... I walked past the guy, I saw two guys, and I ministered the gospel to them. And the reception was amazing because they had not heard the gospel like that before. Don't think that because there are many churches in Nigeria that Christ has been revealed everywhere. The fact that your house is full of mobile phones does not mean you have credit to make phone calls. And so I prayed with them and I spoke to them, you know, struggling, like typical Nigerian young people that claimed that they were born again before. So I led them through the process and said, okay, this is what has happened to you. This is what you should do and all of that. So that was that. And then I was going back and I saw this other man again. So I said, okay, I'm going to speak to this guy. But before I got to him, there was a woman selling ground nuts. I don't mean like she was a mechanic's wife that threw nuts on the ground. She's selling ground knots and I'm not talking about grinding as an olota grinding the knots peanuts not green peas 
check my time. Yeah. And I just felt minister to this lady. So I spoke to her and I said, you know what? I want to talk to you about Jesus Christ and all. She was smiling. I said, are you born again? Say yes and no. I said, please, can you help me understand? Your salvation status is like network signal. Of <laughs> it depends whether there's coverage. <laughs> right on room. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, by the time she gets saved, her favorite book might be the book of Romans. So we just we just got talking, but let me tell you one of the things that happened. Somebody said, draw it out. As I was with her, the gifts of the Spirit began to bubble up. And the Lord revealed to me that she had lost a child. So I said, I see you've, you've lost a child before. Have you lost a child? I said, yes, my first child. And I said, because of that, there's a spirit of fear over your life. I said, yeah, yeah, yes. I love, this is what she said. I love your prayer points. It is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and I ministered the gospel to her and I led her to salvation. You are carrying water. And people are dying of thirst. People are drinking poison. Because when people are really thirsty and they can't find water, they will drink anything. And you're carrying it. Just been intentional. So I led out to salvation and then I spoke to that man. So I ended up speaking to four people within the space of about, Kenneth, how long? Like how many minutes? About 20 minutes there about. It does not take a whole day if we can incorporate it into our lifestyle the way some of you incorporate candy crush into your daily schedule y'all telemundo teleomundo stv dstv tv v incorporate the living water somebody say draw it out the counsel in my heart, I began to counsel and I spoke to her and I broke the spirit of fear and all of that. The counsel in the heart of man is not just for him. In fact, it's more for other people. Do you know why? Wells don't drink their own water. They serve, Mr. Robinson, their water. By the way, let me announce something to you. Do you realize in the book of John chapter 2, the water turning water to wine and all of that Jesus said go fetch water and fill what the what water pots it all said when you fill the water pots Vicky what should you do he said draw it out they drew out the water what did they need at the wedding what they needed at the wedding was not even water was wine that means that this water will become for the people whatever they need at the time people i feel like announcing that again i said that this water is so dynamic that if what they need at the time is healing the healing will come through the gospel preaching because the bible says that the believers that they were preaching and god was with them confirming their words with signs and wonders high five somebody till their palms blush and tell them draw it out So you didn't slap nobody. Slap somebody. High five, high five. <laughs> not their faces, please. It shall not be said.
How was church today? I got this laugh. <laughs> Jimmy, throw it out. Olushaya, throw it out. Olami, I know you've been drawing, but there is more. There is more. There is more. You don't stop drawing when you are tired. You stop drawing when the last thirsty person gets water to quench their thirst. Because their life is more important than your convenience. Their life is more important than your comfort zone. Their life is more important than your reputation. Their life is more important than your prettiness. In fact, your prettiness ought to be used as part of the infrastructure that you lay down before God and say, God, because I am fine, I can break more barriers. I will use my finest not only to confuse men, uh, I will use my finest to open the gates for a conversation so that Christ will be revealed. Come on, somebody. Say, I will throw it out. Jamin, you've got to throw it out. Jamin, you've got to draw it out. You've got to do it. Doesn't, we must never be too anointed to draw. Not too busy to draw. Not too gifted to draw. Not too loaded to draw. The money that will stop me from drawing, God, I don't want it. What is money when it comes to souls? What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and the gold and the silver and the cattle and the this and the that and he loses his own soul? Their lives are more important. This is the council. That would have been good enough if this was the only witness, but God showed me this about seven years ago. And when he showed me this, he showed me the next one, Proverbs 18, so that you see something. So check this out. He's saying that this guy, this logged guy that does not plow, he's going to beg and harvest. But now translates the council, so he's contrasting having nothing with having something. So laziness will bring you nothing. Drawing out will bring you something. And by that, I'm not talking about your material resources. Let me tell you something. When you start doing the work, the Bible says, do the work, right? Paul said, Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. Do you know that when you get saved, there are different works? You know that? Yes, sir. There are different works. There are no works for salvation, but there are works from salvation. The works you do because you're saved. You don't do the works to get saved. You do the works because you are saved. Because he saved us unto, but again, this, he saved us unto good works. So the different works. So for example, he says that he that desires the office of a bishop desires a good work. Nothing. So he that desires a wife desires a good thing. He that desires the office of a pastor, an overseer, he says that that person desires a good work. Here he says that do the work of an evangelist. So of course there is the gift, ministry gifts of evangelists but it's saying the believer should do the work. Whether you are a gift, you know people say, I'm not an evangelist. I am an evangelist. Electronic evangelist. You know instead of having many evangelists now we have evangelists. They vandalize on the electronic platforms. Come on, people, talk to me, right? Let me, let me just speak to the camera and speak to the e-vandalists. If you're an e-vandalist, you're vandalizing what God wants to build. And all you need to do is to redirect the passion and the energy in line with the revelation. Do you know why? Paul was an e-vandalist. He was tearing down the body of Christ. God saw misdirected passion. 
some of the people who attack the church the most on Twitter will become the greatest evangelists. But you need to evangelize to them first. Because no matter how many people Saul has killed, the life of God on the inside of him can reverse the consequences of his murderous past and raise him as a voice in his generation. Look at somebody say, draw it out. A man of understanding will draw it out. What it also tells me is that what you draw out is a reflection of what you understand. What you cannot draw out, Richard, is a reflection of what you don't understand. I don't know if it happened to you, but when I was a lot younger, we used to wash like you wash clothes and wash things by hand. Some of y'all posh and touche and yeah, dishwasher. And all of that kind of stuff. But after washing the clothes that I've squeezed some stuff and then here comes my dad and my mom with bigger hands and they will squeeze. Understanding is a muscle in the spirit. Understanding is a muscle that allows you squeeze more out of what every believer has. So here it says, man of understanding will draw it out. Let's go to the book of uh, chapter 18, Proverbs chapter 18 real quick. And then I'll give you 10 excuses that many of us have for not drawing it out. And I'll crush all of them for you. Look at someone say, crush it. Some of you didn't look, you just said it. Look at the person. Don't say be a, don't say be a crush. Say, say crush it. Proverbs 18, folks. Proverbs 18, and I want to take it from chapter 4. Do you have it, folks? Media? Media? All right, let's do this quickly. Watching my time, watching my time, watching, 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 watching my time. All right, let me read because, you know, know. All right, so let's go. If you're there, can you read with me? The words of a man's mouth are deep waters, the wellspring of wisdom. Oh, my God. Can we read that again? Can you read it loud and clear? Yes, sir. Read, please. Are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. So it's saying the man of understanding draws the water out of his heart, and then it's now water in his mouth. When you speak those words, have you been ministering to somebody before and you said something regular and someone said that's so deep? That's what it's talking about. You don't realize that it's deep because you're familiar with it. But when you first heard it from a pastor, from a preacher, from a teacher, from a mentor, from an online evangelist, from the Holy Spirit, it struck something in your spirit. But now you've become familiar with what you used to call deep. Well, let me tell you, your shallow waters are deep to somebody else. 
Do you know what I honestly feel about churches, Nigerian church? You know what I honestly feel about many churches right now? Feel, feel, including kings. I feel many believers are overfed. I feel so. Because I listen to great messages, you know, snippets, be like on Instagram, like, wow, good word. And then there are people sound like shouting. Do you know what I've started doing recently? I've started listening to my messages recently. And I'm like, wow, this guy is deep. Like, come on, people. Who knows what I'm talking about? Some of you are so deep, but you become familiar with your depth because you're measuring your depth by the response of customers to your business. Meanwhile, that is not the metric for spirituality. How much did Peter have in his bank account when his shadow was healing people? How much? How much did Paul have in his account when his apron, what aprons were being taken from him? The Bible says that Peter looked at that man and said, silver and gold I don't have, but I know what I carry. I know what I have. He says, that which I have, I'm given to you. In other words, what I have is real. It might not be physical, but it's tangible. And it's transferable. He says, I can give it to you. That which I have. Slap somebody a high five and say you have something that your generation needs. It's called the living water. It's called the wisdom of God. It's called the divine power. It's called the energia. The kratas. It's called the might. You have something on the inside. I wish that somebody was stirred up. I wish somebody was standing in their spirit right now. To say I will no longer sit on the well. I'm going to draw it out. I'm going to draw out the water. I'm going to irrigate my generation. Don't irritate your generation with your apathy. Irrigate your generation with your intensity. God said it's good to see you. And there's so many believers. We have stuff in our spirits that can heal the sick, raise the dead, but we spend as much time complaining about the health sector like unbelievers. Let me tell you, wherever you find yourself, you are the health sector. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. You're a divine dispensary. You are a holy hospital. You are a Christ clinic. You are a mobile medical center. You should start looking for people who are sick to pray for. Because the more you draw it out, the more you discover there is. The things of the natural are depleted with use. The things of the spiritual multiply with use. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Have you noticed? No matter how big our noses are in Africa, we have not depleted the oxygen quotients in the world. Oh, come on, people. You don't know that many of us have generous proportions of the olfactory organs maybe more than most other continents or races but check this out there is still more it says the words of a man's mouth so the counsel is in your spirit but you've got to speak words so in rescuing a generation you've got to open your mouth and not complain 
come plain with the gospel. Yeah. Because if you don't come plain, the mountains will not become plain. If you want to smile, just smile well. If you want to frown, frown well. Whatever you want to do. The Bible says, either you're hot or cold. Like, don't be lukewarm. Don't be, even if your name is Lukeman. Don't be lukewarm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at somebody say, preach the gospel. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? It is the power of God unto salvation. First unto the Jews and then unto the Gentiles. He is saying that the gospel is universally relevant. Whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, whether you're rich or poor, whether you're tall or short, whether you're a man or a woman, you need the gospel. So the believer is carrying something that everybody needs. If you struggle with insecurity based on your past. It might just be that you're not focusing on the precious present treasures on the inside of you. Because if I ask you what's the value of a Honda Prelude? Do you remember Honda Prelude? What's the value of a Honda Prelude right now today? What's the value? What's like the commercial value? Just give me random. 500,000. If you get a good deal, right? How about if they say that this Honda Prelude actually carries bars of gold and jewelry and treasures from the 16th century palaces of France? Come on, people. How much do you think it will be worth? Billions. Why? Because of the car or because of its content? Your true value is not about is not about your composition. It's about your content. Colossians 1 verse 27. Christ is your content. Christ in you. Who am I speaking to? Some of you don't even understand what God has put on the inside of you. He didn't just put makeup on you. He didn't just put a mascara on your face. He didn't just try to make up for your deficiency from the past. He says, I made you a brand new creature. If Adam and B in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are past the way and all things have become new for we have this treasures in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of us my value is not about my past my value is about Christ and me my value is not about my container my value is about Christ and me if you don't value the content that you have it's okay to keep on sitting down looking morose and looking straight but if you know you're carrying the treasure of the divine please get out of your seat and go to seven people and tell them you carry Christ you carry Christ you carry the life of God you carry the glory of God man the rose look at someone say crush the excuses Shout at somebody, say crush it, crush it, crush it. Crush it, crush it, crush it. Jesus was hungry, but he still preached. 
Jesus was possibly physically tired but he still preached Jesus didn't need to preach he should have just said you see some people say something like this listen to this let me bust the fallacy for you some people say you know what the greatest gospel is your lifestyle you don't you don't need to open your mouth your works will speak for you the word became flesh Jesus came to the earth and he still preached if the word preached you have to preach Jesus had the perfect lifestyle people still didn't believe so your lifestyle can open doors for conversations but your lifestyle don't convert nobody just get that right now it's just a very sad doctrine the Bible says the gospel is the power of God unto salvation Paul says we preach not ourselves and that's why you have a generation of people who believe more in their pastor than in the gospel so if the pastor makes a mistake they'll say the, the body of Christ is in trouble no the body of Christ is not in trouble the pastor made a mistake or stumbled or had a challenge or whatever the body of Christ is alright it is the body of Christ oh am I teaching well mangoes about us now what's the consequence for not speaking he says the word, let's read together the words of a man's mouth are as the first one's a counsel in the heart of the man right the man of understanding does what now the words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the as a do you know that God kept Elisha alive by a brook there are prophets that are starving because your brook is not flowing starving, confused sleeping around, wasting away smoking weed and purple leaves acting like silly billies every Saturday and Sunday and thinking it's the life getting high and falling so low making love and finding none Look at someone and say, let your brook flow, flow. Now, what's the next thing it says? It says, it is not good to accept the person of the... So when you say, ah, leave them. That's the way they are. God says it's not good. And it says to overthrow the righteous in judgment. Now, he's contrasting wisdom because it speaks about wisdom there. Then the next verse says, hey, what? Fool's lips enter into. Does that sound like a lot of digital conversations? Don't argue with people, preach the gospel. Teach. And if the teaching is becoming contentious, just say, okay, no problem. Let's agree to disagree. Um, we can revisit some other time when the tension is low. You know, we can converse. I'm not saying block people immediately, but some people you need to block them. In fact, even before they manifest. <laughs> block, block, block. Yeah. Some people have blocked so many people, they have enough bricks for a tower. <laughs> Come on, people. Right? Anyway, if it becomes a tower, the prophet says, I will stand upon my tower. A collection of blocks. 
A fool's lips enter into what? And his A fool's mouth is his destruction. So he says a fool's lips enter into contention and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips. So you know, many of these guys, what comes out of their lips? Words, right? Music. Sometimes arguments. The more they release those nasty songs, they are ensnaring their own souls. So there are many people who are being celebrated, but they are spiritual slaves. So sometimes we look at people and, and we feel like they are doing well and they are thriving and prospering. I'm not saying, watch this, I'm not saying you can't learn methodologies or systems or procedures for administration and business from unbelievers. You can. And you see it all through the Bible, really. Moses was tutored in Egypt. But when Moses had an encounter with God, if you ask him, who do you want to be like? You never say, I want to be like Pharaoh when I grow up. When your revelation changes, your aspiration changes. If your aspiration has not changed, your revelation has not changed. Because when your revelation changes, it shifts everything. Are we getting it? Alright, so I can't teach this 10 things, but let me just give it to you and I'll teach it in the second service. Is that fine? Let me give you the 10 major reasons that many of us I'll just give you a list and then I'll teach it in second service. Don't draw. Since drawing is very important. Why is it then that we don't draw? Number one. Religion and religious ties. We don't draw. And these ten reasons we find them in the story of the woman by the well and Jesus. You know what the woman said? Is that we don't worship like you guys worship. <laughs> we don't roll like you guys roll I can't be a Jesus boy like you your dad is a deacon my father was a demon <laughs> deacon, demon they both start with D but they're different y'all your mother was a lay reader I was a play leader playboy mansion playgirl skyscraper You understand what I'm saying? So religion, and many of us, the reason we don't preach is, I'm not pastor. I'm not pastor. I'm not spaghetti. I'm not noodle. I'm not pastor. Religion. Oh, I don't know enough scripture. Listen, please. If you can quote John 3.16, you know more Bible than the woman by the well. She had no scripture. She had an encounter. So you don't need the Greek and the Hebrew and the dun and the dun and the Yoruba and the Nupe. Salvation is sozo, 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 soteria. Can, can, can you preach the gospel? Can you tell the Jesus story? Don't complicate even the Greek that people claim that they are pronouncing. They are not getting the intonation right. It's going to see Boluati. Right? Isn't that so? Right? They didn't even get it right. This woman didn't go to Bible school, but she met the dean of the faculty of faith. She met the professor of purity and power. She, she met the author of life. 
have you locked up the life of God on the inside of you waiting for a superstar treatment on a celebrity platform to preach the gospel? I will preach the gospel. When I preach, she was In other words, so you know you're really a, a very great rhymer when you can rhyme in different languages. <laughs> have you believed? This woman didn't have a track record. Let me give you. Let me run. I said I won't teach it. Okay. Number two, race. Tribe, tribe, culture, cultural considerations. The second excuse we give in evangelism when we want to hit the streets. Nice stuff you're wearing. Nice stuff. When we hit the street, you know what happens? Ah, that person looks like he's not from my tribe. Hmm. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't look like he's from my tribe. Looks very Yorubatic. You know, like Pepe. Even when he speaks, Pepe will enter my eye. Tribal consideration. Since I'm a Samaritan, you're a Jew. Listen to this. If your blood is red, the blood of Jesus was shed for you. If their blood is red, they need the gospel. What you're preaching is not a cultural gospel. What you're preaching is the life of Christ. Look at somebody say, open your mouth and preach. Number three, geographical location. How can I preach on the bus? Wherever you are is your Samaria, y'all. How can I? I'm too big. Eh? Eh? You're so big now. Were you God before they became a man? If God, Jesus Christ, didn't consider himself too big to become human, don't consider yourself too big to evangelize. Geographical location is just not the right place. Well, listen to me, please. Do you know that any place is the right place for people to die? Are you aware? Be like, I can't preach on the bus. God forbid there can be an accident in that bus. Be like, oh, I will preach later. I will preach to this person later. I can preach at the water fountain at the, during the break time. They'll think I'm a fanatic. Well, I, I can preach. I'm not saying I'm be preaching office hours like board meeting. <laughs> you might have to preach the gospel. Or if you go to hell, hell is real. It's real. It's real. Ah. Don't, don't get theoretical. <laughs> Governor says sack is also real. Number four, I'll teach you in a second service. Gender. If I'm a guy and I'm being led to go and speak to a girl, the girl will think I'm trying to toast her. What rubbish. You're not even my speck. And you don't even have respect. Some respect on it, y'all. Because you respect me. Look good in guys. <laughs> Gender. We have those considerations. They'll think I'm, I'm trying to do what I'm not doing. Number five. 
infrastructure and skills. I'm not skilled at this. Do you know that if you're not careful, your communication skills can stand in the way of evangelism? Because you're also planned out. You've got your three points and one altar call. You have your three Bible verses. Roman road. You've been through master life. So you have the road printed on your brain. Romans 1, 16. Romans 3, 23. Romans 5, 8. Romans 6, 23. Romans 10 and 9. Give me some more, y'all. You know, all the verses you had. Ah, point two. Where are we now on the Roman road? You are at Ojo Legba Road. Preach! <laughs> Please, as you're laughing now, hope you're getting the... Uh-huh. Okay. Because me, I'm still going to preach again this, this week. All of us must preach. Do you know if the church in Nigeria had stuck to evangelism and discipleship for the last 30 years, Nigeria won't be like this. Because disciples don't steal money. Professing Christians can steal money. But converted hearts, if they steal, they'll come back crying with repentance. Because they are trying to grow through something. They fell for a temptation, not a lifestyle thing. Number six, mindset and preparedness. Number seven, morality, faithfulness, and reputation. We feel I'm not moral enough. I'm not. How can I be moral? Koti mora. I still drank the other day. Not just drinking, you know, shayo, shayo, shayo. Not me. I'm just talking about somebody, right? <laughs> like me. I'm drunk. How can I carry your drunkenness to Jesus? He'll fix it. He said, folks, be like this. They stand before the presence of the all-seeing God. They hide their stuff behind their backs as if God cannot see through them. No x-ray machine can see clearer than God. Even the one you're not holding that you plan to hold in the future, you're seeing it in your mind. So you're hiding your bottle like this. Big gobs, Baba God. Twali, Ewaju, Ewakba, Eini Baba. God being like Hey, dude. What's that bottle behind your back? It's anointing oil, God. (laughs) Holy water. Carry your condoms to Jesus. Stop hiding in wallets and under foot mats and burying it in wardrobes and breast pockets and all that kind of crazy stuff. You're already doing it anyway, Abby. Right? Some it's not for everybody, of course. Never, of course, not everybody. God forbid. But some of you all know this is your table right now, and we just burnt the whole house. Whatever is standing as an accusation against you is a point of vulnerability that you must present to Jesus. So hiding all this sneaky, sneaky, sneaky stuff. So I got, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I didn't want to sleep with him. It was only a sex experiment. Carry your sex experiment to the laboratory of Jesus. 
Say, Lord, I'm tired of this titration. I can't, I can't. Because folks be carrying burdens of guilt. And then you hear the message, preach the gospel. You're about to say, David, if I hear. <laughs> Look at neighbor, say, I know you're laughing, but carry it to Jesus. Number, number eight, I'll teach you better in second service. Self slash personal circumstances. Personal circumstances, different things. Where I am, where I live. You know, how can they believe me? They drive a car. Me. Dr- cars drive me off the streets. <laughs> and I want to say, Jesus, they'll not be like, this is your Jesus, can I even buy you a car? Paul said, we preach not ourselves. You're not the attention. It does not matter. Right? If you have a Rolls Royce, that's not what keeps them rolling. It's the word of God. Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away, including all the Bentleys and all this crazy stuff. By the way, Bentley is a very, very old car in the technology of God. Very ancient. God has... Number nine. Achievements. Accomplishments and history. And number ten, because I really just have to close now. Number ten. Excuse me. Financial, economic, and age considerations. Do you know something? Nobody tells us anything about a a bank account. But the Bible tells us she goes into the city, tells them about Jesus, and she brings all the men. Now, back then in the society, it was a very patriarchal society. So women didn't even used to like talk to men like that. But when Jehovah don't do me something, you know, when God does you something, all the odds that were against you will be turned around. And people you could not face, could not stand to speak to before, there will be a holy boldness. You know, the Bible says that Peter denied Jesus before a little girl, you remember? Little girl, one girl, he denied Jesus. Said, you are one of them. I know this guy, Piro, Piroski, Piro, Amy, like, yeah, P, what? What's P? <laughs> P does. I said, like, that denies Jesus before one girl. Couple of weeks later, he stands before an audience and preaches, and 3,000 people get saved. What I'm saying to you right now is that as timid as you feel, as disadvantaged as you think, as messed up as you feel your old man was, no, I'm not talking about your pops as in dad, I'm saying your old man, fallen nature was, right? An encounter with the Holy Spirit will lose your tongue. And a simple message will convict the hearts of people and bring them to the saving knowledge of Christ. Let's stand and raise our hands to the master. And just say, God, I'm crushing all these excuses. I'm not going to allow this thing stand in the way. I'm not going to allow this thing stand in the way. I'm not going to allow this things close my mouth, seal my lips. 
can you just pray in one minute speak to him from your heart he has spoken to you now respond respond we're not told how old she was so your age doesn't matter we're not told how much money she had so your money doesn't matter it's the message that matters we're not all pastors but we're all called to preach the gospel because pastoring is more than preaching and it's a calling it's an office it's not just a title in fact it's not even a title the world has evolved into the place of making it a title but it's essentially an office but every believer has the duty the responsibility and the assignment to preach the gospel of Christ I will go raise your hands father we raise our hands to you this morning and we say we will go provoke preach somebody say I will preach can you say louder I will preach I will declare the love of Jesus Christ his death on the cross his burial in the grave his resurrection from the dead and his mission to redeem the world I will walk as an evangelist I will carry out the mandates of the kingdom I will speak boldly I will respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit I will follow the instruction of Jehovah so help me God I walk in the power of the Spirit I am empowered I am bold I am empowered say it like you are empowered say I'm empowered I am bold I am strong I declare I preach I manifest in Jesus name we pray somebody call the fire father today give God praise in the house generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this kindly share this now